0: You're listening to Your Best Life, powered by Mercy One. Join us as we have a fun conversation with certified experts and physicians about health topics for you and your family. It's Your Best Life, our one purpose. Hello, my name is Diet, and joining me today are Emily Flav, a Mercy One certified nurse midwife, and Jessica Gingler, a Mercy One Comfort Health Center women's health pelvic therapist. Today's topic is endometriosis. Endometriosis affects about 200 million women worldwide and about one out of every 10 women in the United States. Yet, according to the Endometriosis Foundation of America, the disease is still often misdiagnosed or even missed altogether due to lack of understanding and awareness. Welcome, ladies, and thank you so much for joining me. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for having us. First, to get started, can you explain what endometriosis is and also some of the signs and symptoms?
1: So endometriosis um, is a disorder where tissue that is similar to what is usually found inside of the uterus grows outside of the uterus. Um, endometriosis most commonly involves the ovaries, fallopian tubes, and the tissues that line the pelvis, but it is also possible for the endometrial tissue to spread beyond pelvic organs.
2: Wow. And then the signs and symptoms. So one of the classic signs is very painful uh, periods. The periods should not be painful, like they should not cause you to miss school, to miss work, or to, to lay in bed all day. Um, that is not normal. So oftentimes, um, the pain starts as cyclical with the menstrual cycle, but then it generally becomes longer and more constant the longer um, endometriosis, the longer you have endometriosis. Other signs and symptoms are pain with deeper intercourse and um, Pain also depends on where the endometrial implants are. So oftentimes um, people will have painful defecation, um, also constipation or diarrhea, uh, bladder dysfunction or painful bladder syndrome if the implants are around the bladder. Um, There can also be pain with ovulation difficulty getting pregnant. Um, but then there are other times that some people with endometriosis have no symptoms at all and have no idea that they have it. Um, there's actually a study that showed that 20% of women undergoing exploratory laparoscopy for infertility actually are found to have endometriosis. Um, and another thing is that pain is not always correlated with the amount of endometriosis or even the location of endometriosis. So someone um, that has a lot of pain doesn't necessarily
0: mean that they have a lot of endometriosis tissue within them and then vice versa as well. Okay, That's, that's very helpful. I did not even realize some of those signs and symptoms myself, so great to know. Can we talk a little bit about what causes endometriosis?
1: So the causes to endometriosis um, are kind of what make it so difficult to diagnose because there is no clear answer as to what actually causes endometriosis. Um, there are a few theories though. So one thought is that endometriosis is caused by something called retrograde menstruation. And this is when menstrual blood flows backwards into the fallopian tubes and into the pelvic cavity instead of going out of the vagina and out of the body. The endometrial cells then stick to the pelvic walls and the organs where they can continue to follow a regular menstrual cycle. So that's why sometimes they can have that cyclical pain. Um, another theory is something called an in, the induction theory. And what it says is that hormones or other factors can change abdominal cells or those peritoneal cells into endometrial like cells. Um, a third theory that... They believe can cause endometriosis looks at endometrial cell transport by blood vessels or tissue fluids, um, which would be caused by an immune system disorder um, or the attachment of endometrial cells to like a surgical incision after surgical procedures such as a hysterectomy or a C-section delivery.
0: Okay, hey, that's helpful to know too. I have just kind of a, um, a follow-up question. Um, very often do you see <clears throat> that endometriosis is hereditary at all? So if if my mother had it, am I at greater risk for it or does that uh, account into that at all? Yeah, um, there's actually studies that show that there's a six-fold
2: increased incidence in women that have an affected first-degree relative. So um, a mother, daughter, sister, um, you are at higher risk of developing it.
0: Okay, okay, good to know. And how is endometriosis diagnosed?
1: Endometriosis is diagnosed by first going to your provider, um, whoever your provider might be, your gynecologist, your primary care provider, or even your midwife. And they will ask you to describe your symptoms. In particular, the location of the pain and when it happens. This is actually pretty important when diagnosing endometriosis. Um, Your provider may also recommend at that time doing a pelvic exam to manually feel areas in your pelvis, um, including your ovaries and uterus, to assess for cysts or other abnormalities that could be causing pain other than endometriosis. The next step would be they would use tests such as ultrasound. They would either do that abdominally or transvaginally, or they may use an MRI to look for endometriomas or those little cysts of the endometrial like tissue in your pelvis or abdomen. There are some cases where your provider may refer you to a surgeon for a procedure that's called a laparoscopy. And what this is, is there is a Small incision made to insert a small camera to look for those signs of endometrial tissue that have um, set up outside of the uterus.
0: And you mentioned this just very briefly before, but can you talk to us a little bit more about how endometriosis can actually affect fertility?
1: Yes. So, one of the major complications of endometriosis is infertility. So, about one-third to one-half of women who are diagnosed with endometriosis may have difficulty getting pregnant. And the reason behind this is because endometriosis can potentially obstruct the fallopian tubes, which are is the tube that carries the egg from the ovary to the uterus where the egg and the sperm can come together. Um, endometriosis may also damage sperm or eggs. The important thing to know about fertility and having endometriosis is that even with mild to moderate endometriosis, a person can still conceive and carry a pregnancy to term. It is possible um, that a OBGYN provider, such as your doctor, gynecologist, or your midwife may refer you um, to a fertility specialist to assist with conception if needed.
0: Um, And so what treatment options are available for someone if they do? suspect
1: that they have endometriosis or do actually receive a diagnosis? So looking on the medical side of things, um, your provider may recommend things such as pain relief medications, um, such as Advil, Motrin, or Aleve. These are what we call non-steroidal anti-inflammatory medications. And the theory behind using those would be to decrease any inflammation that these endometrial-like cells are causing to help reduce pain. Another option would be hormone therapy. And this hormone therapy would include um, contraception or birth control pills, patches, um, or rings basically that control the menstrual cycle. The goal is to inhibit ovulation so that the endometrial-like cells don't follow the menstrual cycle and don't have those increases and fluctuations in hormones that cause pain. Another option is surgery. Um, there are various surgeries that re- involve removal of endometrial tissues to help relieve pain and improve fertility. Usually surgical procedures are um, reserved for later in treatment options. Um, it's better to try non-invasive treatment options first.
2: And then from a physiotherapy side of things, so um, PT can't stop or cure the disease process, but it can assist the patient through managing symptoms. So oftentimes when someone has um, chronic pain, Uh the body develops more protective strategies, which includes like overactive, short, tight, tense pelvic floor muscles and guarding in the abdominal wall. So it's almost more the patient patient tends to get in more of that scrunched up position with the arms folded across the body. And they tend to limit their exercise and activity. Um, So then with the muscles getting all tense, that can actually be a secondary source of pain itself. So Um, With physical therapy, we want to keep the abdomen moving um, and get the patient active again. So uh, we use different manual therapy skills, um, including uh, myofascial release, soft tissue mobilization uh, to the pelvic and abdominal areas to release any scar tissue, adhesions, spasm, fascial and muscle tightness, um, as well as to trying to restore the correct alignment of the bone. So when these muscles get tense and tight, Sometimes they'll pull the bones, which they attach to, out of alignment, and that can also be a source of pain. And then also we have uh, visceral mobilization techniques where we use hands-on techniques throughout the abdomen um, to try to get the pelvic organs moving again and release any restrictions that can be a source of pain itself. As well as uh, we try to get them moving with stretching exercises, trying to lengthen the muscles as well as uh, yoga and Pilates can also be alternative techniques because those have been beneficial due to the breathing and the lengthening applied uh, with these techniques. Really, you just want to avoid a lot of concentric, aggressive um, strengthening of the muscles. It's probably not, not going to be the best initial strategy uh, for managing the pain. Um, another thing that can be beneficial is some lifestyle modifications. Um, nutrition is huge with this. Um, so, Um, A referral to a nutritionist would be great. Um, In general, endometriosis creates inflammation within the body. So we want to try to avoid any pro-inflammatory foods that can make symptoms worse. So this would be like dairy, soy, sugar, artificial sweeteners, and sometimes gluten. And so sometimes just trying an elimination diet to see if any of these are affecting your symptoms uh, can be helpful. And then a lot of times these patients, they have a lot of depression or anxiety because of the misdiagnosis, or you know, not really knowing what's going on with their body. So meditation and uh, mindfulness training can be beneficial just to kind of help
0: calm the nervous system. Okay, that's great to know. I think that um, I would suspect that most women would not even know that a lot of those um, alternative or complementary therapies are also available and how they can help. So thank you both so much for sharing all that great info. When should a woman see her provider um, if she suspects endometriosis or even if she has a family
1: history, say? The providers at the Mercy One Des Moines Midwife Clinic believe that anytime you have concerns about your health is a good time to see your provider. Um, if you have a family history, say your mom or your sister was diagnosed with endometriosis and you have concerns it's a good idea to just come in and talk your concerns over with your provider and they can talk to you about any symptoms you may be having um, and really just kind of open that door for good communication between you and your provider.
2: Yeah. And at the Mercy Comfort Health Center for women uh, with physical therapy, uh, kind of same thing. If you have a family history, history of endometriosis, painful periods, or any GI complaints, kind of all three of those and have a high suspicion, um, we can certainly help. Um, even if you, it's not endometriosis, even just pelvic pain in general, oftentimes physical therapy, if it's related to the
1: musculoskeletal components, um, can be helpful with that. And I would add on one thing that's really important when you're choosing a provider is that you feel comfortable discussing any personal aspects of your health with them and that you feel comfortable working with them and creating a treatment plan that works best for you.
0: Thank you, Emily and Jessica, for sharing all this great information regarding endometriosis and the available treatments and therapies. If you are currently suffering from endometriosis or think you might be, don't delay. Call your provider today to schedule an appointment. If you don't already have a primary care provider or midwife, you can also visit mercyone.org a doctor to locate a provider in your area.